Cottony Construction Law is dedicated to helping the construction industry in legal, risk, and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's Law & Mortar with John Kenny and Trent Cottony. Hey, it's Trent Cottony, CEO of Cottony Construction Law, and I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Law & Mortar. As always, we've got John Kenny, CEO of Cottony Consulting Group with us. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I hope everybody out there is as well. And how are you doing today, Trent? Doing fantastic. Looking forward to a long weekend coming up here. And uh, just wanted to talk to you about a few things. Obviously, it's been a very busy time for us. One of the things that came up earlier this week, uh, unfortunately, we had a roofing contractor give us a call with a static electricity fire. And this is something that uh, we have to deal with a lot. It's become a big issue. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting some content out on, you know, what you can do from a legal standpoint to help protect yourself from this, this uh, type of accident, you know, in particular focusing on health and safety toolbox talks, things of that nature. You know, John, I know in your 45 years experience, you had to have experienced some kind of static electricity fire at some point. Why don't you, you know, talk to us a little bit about that? I did. It, it's actually one of those mysteries that runs through the roofing industry that you either believe it or you don't believe it. But uh, firsthand experience, it's true. I was on a high rise up in Jersey City, uh, probably 18, 19 stories in the air. The whole roof was only about 120 squares because it's a high rise, small penetrate, a small roof. Putting down a totally adhered system and we we're all up there and all of a sudden, uh, woof. Static electricity, whatever created it, don't know, but it was static, not a man-made fire. All of a sudden, there was a crew of eight of us standing in the corner of the roof watching everything on fire come towards us. So luckily, it burned itself out quick. You know, it doesn't always happen, but luckily it did. So that was, I was probably in my early 20s. That was my first exposure to a static fire, and it, it's a real and scary thing. It is, and I think it's something that as an industry, we could do a better job and and training and educating crew members out there on the potential risk. And like you said, all it takes is one spark and all of a sudden you're dealing with a full-fledged fire. So, um, you know, something else that, that's been interesting, we, we've had a big uptick in matters that we're dealing with, um, not just here in the U.S., but on an international basis. And I guess, let me explain what I mean by that. We, we've been involved with a lot of, um, you know, mergers and acquisitions, a lot of corporate contract. Uh, type work that is not necessarily dispute oriented. It's more um, international negotiation and trade. And what's really interesting is the uptick that we've seen in South America um, uh, and in particular Ecuador. Um, John, why don't you talk a little bit about what you've seen on the consulting side? Yeah, I mean, we've uh, over, in, especially in Ecuador, we, we've seen a, a big uptick in construction and um, they're, they're making a pretty good move over there into um, renewable energy. And we've also had some calls as far as the uh, natural gas part of it working in. And we're starting to see an increase in, um, they're a little bit different over, let me start, they're a little bit different. They, they don't use the standard roofing contractor, contractor um, model that we're used to here in the U.S., a lot of your architects, your engineers, your designers, they really serve almost as your professional license, lack of a better word, designer slash general contractor. So they're actually responsible for, you know, regardless of the field, whether it's infrastructure, you know, horizontal, vertical construction. So we're starting to see a, a lot of movement down there. Um, I, I'm glad that we 
you know, got our connection in and started to work down that area. It's a, it's a very interesting, uh, different approach to going to business. The business structure is very similar, but like I say, you don't, your roofing contractor is more of an, uh, it's not even totally a substructure. It's very difficult to explain, but the responsibility lies all the way back up onto the designer from the permitting to the building stage. They don't have tick, uh, Standard permitting like we're used to in the U.S., nor do they in a lot of the European countries, but we're, we're seeing a lot of action in that. And definitely uh, renewable energy is huge down there. Yeah, it's been it's been very interesting. And, you know, we're lucky that we've got a lawyer that's licensed in Ecuador to help kind of guide us through some of the process. But uh, huge growth market. Um, I've seen a lot of these uh, resort type mixed use projects going up. We're actually working on one right now that's, um, you know, in the 100 million range in the Seychelles. Uh, so it's been interesting working with our corporate division on that and uh, working with some other lawyers, both over there and, and, um, and other places in Europe trying to figure things out. But very complex, very exciting. Uh, it's interesting to see that even with sort of a global economy that's, you know, that could potentially be in a downward swing, there's still a lot of building going on. There's still a lot of optimism. And uh, it's been fun here, at least working on those types of projects. John, I want to turn to um, consulting in particular. And you know, uh, earlier today you had um, uh, shown me some things that were very interesting on the um, precog analytics side, from the standpoint of being able to really pinpoint data. And uh, I thought it was pretty impressive. Obviously, I don't have the technical background that you do. But um, why don't you kind of explain to the listeners what we're working on there and, and uh, what you were able to do? Sure. Um, you know, one of the things, if you've watched any of our precog videos, uh, you know, we, we take the industry data, compare it to your data inside, and you're able to pinpoint it, you know, per your different departments estimating to do matches. That's great. That, that's level one. Uh, right now, we're into a next level up where we've been able to take marketing data along with uh, lead generation and, um, you know, give you a preview. I don't mind sharing it with our listeners. They're loyal and uh, they're, they're good. You know, able to take even some Google Analytics uh, off of there. We're able to capture all that now. So we're actually able to get down on an extremely granular level, you know, of taking these tasks down to zip code areas. So, I mean, okay, so what does that really mean? Well, what that means as a business owner we're now able to take your information, compare it with your campaigns that you've got running and compare it with your leads coming in. And you're able to look at that down to a zip coded area or a group of zip codes, depending on, on, on how you want to look at it. And, you know, right now you have a 2D, you know, dashboard. And what I was showing you today, which I know you like very much, is to be able to take that and look at it in a 3D view which really gives you that you know, flyover feel where you're looking down on top of the data to really analyze. So yeah, these are things that we've got coming out in 2021. Yeah, that's, it, was, it was pretty cool, I gotta admit. And again, I don't understand all the technical aspects of it, but I know what I see and I liked it. So uh, very interesting stuff. Um, you know, we always ask for questions from our, our listeners, you know, what questions you've got for us. We actually had, a question from last week's uh, Law and Mortar that I wanted to address today. And the question was, what do we think the most important thing is if we had to focus on one thing in a contract, what is the most important thing to look at? 
Okay, so the example is, you know, you're a contractor or a subcontractor on a job site, you are getting a contract upstream and you're asked to review it, what should you look at? So I'll take the first shot, John, and I'll get it, give it over to you. So okay. A legal standpoint, the one thing I always look at first is the identification provision. Okay, the identification provision is something that can potentially bite you after the project is completed. Okay, meaning that you may have um, water intrusion or you may have a claim that ends up coming after the fact and cost you, you know, not just tens of thousands of dollars, but possibly millions of dollars. So when I look at an identification provision, I'm looking to see whether it's a limited, intermediate, or broad form type indemnity. And let me explain, let me give you what that means in, in common speak. So limited indemnity means that, let's say you're a sub, okay? As a subcontractor, you agree to hold harmless your customer and the owner from any of your bad acts or omissions, okay? I'm okay with that. I can live with that. I think that's fair. Broad form is where you agree to not only hold uh, the customer and the owner and others um, harmless from your bad acts or omissions, but from their bad acts or omissions, okay? I strike that, and most states uh, have some kind of prohibition against that. Intermediate is where you see in whole or in part. Okay, if you see in part, you want to strike through that. So it's just if you are if you are wholly responsible for it, you own it. Otherwise, you're not owning it. So just remember that the most important thing to look at in a contract, in my opinion, is indemnification because it has the biggest potential risk. Obviously, you're looking at payment, you're looking at all those types of things that you normally should have your eye on and catch. But a lot of people gloss over that. So if I've got my high-level legal hat on, I'm telling you, watch out for identification. John, what would you recommend? Well, I'll do this in two steps. First thing I absolutely recommend is that a roofing contractor or any other contractor has someone like yourself review that contract because there is a lot of hidden legal gems, I always like to call that. So I, I agree with that. So let's say we're past the legal part of it. What I've seen the most mistakes over the years is on the operational side of any contract. I've seen where you your estimating team has looked at it one way and you're contracted to do it another. So you absolutely need to review your scope of work very detailed. Unfortunately, a lot of the general contractors that you sign up for or other owner type that they're creating a contract, they may leave that vague and always refer and it's usually always a schedule of what the date of the specification was you're working off of date of RFIs and the dates that are on the drawings. I cannot tell you, I bet you 70% or more of the time that I've reviewed a contract, I have found that our estimators through the years have worked off of a different revision than what the contract is. Because lo and behold, the contract has maybe been six months past when you were gonna get the job and bid it and the design team's on revision four since then. Very dangerous because you're probably signing on to do a whole host of other work that wasn't clarified in the beginning where you thought you'd get change orders. If you remember, Trent, we went through this with a contractor out West just not too long ago where you hit it from the legal side and I looked at it at the other side and then we had a Zoom meeting with them and that was the biggest catch that they were on. Remember, they had the wrong revisions. You know, they signed a contract and the estimating team was on revision three and the contract had you on revision six. So if you do that, liquidated damages, know your your basics on that, that's gonna affect you operationally. Look for all those points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are some great points. You know, obviously understanding what your potential risk is, both from a legal and from an operational side is key to earning a profit on any job. 
So um, with that, John, I think we've covered a lot of topics. Uh, as always, if you guys have questions, ask us. You know, we're, we'll talk about anything and everything. Um, wish all you guys well and stay tuned next time. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll have some great topics for you on our next lawnmower. So thank you. Thank you. Have a great day.